This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So one of the biggest challenges when it comes to learning a new language and speaking in that new language is fluency, right? And part of what makes fluency so challenging is the fact that it's so much better to think in the language that you're speaking as opposed to trying to translate your thoughts from your native language into the other language. So in this case, how do you think in English? I have four strategies for you that will help train you to start thinking in English. Let's get right into it. All right, so the first strategy is to not translate. As tempting as it may be, don't translate from your native language into English. A lot of the times there are expressions that are gonna be different, there might not be a word or a phrase that you can actually translate into English, and it does not make it any easier for you to reach that level of fluency when the time comes. So that brings me to number two. Instead of translating from your first native language into English, what you wanna do instead is to start thinking in English. Start thinking in a very simple, simple way with easy thoughts and easy words behind those thoughts. And over time, you will start to gradually make it a little bit more elaborate. So you'll start to add to your vocabulary and then those words will start to become part of your thoughts in English. So since we're not translating anymore, we're really trying to use the words and the expressions that we know in English and formulate thoughts based on what we already know. So with our current level of the language, whatever your current level of English is, use whatever you know now and translate them into thoughts in your head without translating. So have those thoughts translate. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But we're not translating in terms of your first language to your second language. We're just imagining what we know already. We're taking what we know in the language and coming up with the thoughts based on the words we have, right? Because when we're thinking, we're translating those thoughts into words, right? That's what's happening, right? So first I might be imagining a tree and then I will see the word tree in English, right? But if I am thinking in French, then I'm going to see a tree and I'm going to think, oh, an arbre, right? I will think of a French word associated with that. So that's why in the beginning, depending on how much, how much of your vocabulary you've developed or, you know, how many phrases or expressions you know in English, it might start off as quite simple. So don't be discouraged by that because over time, as you're building your vocabulary, as you're enriching your mind with the expressions and the phrases, 
then you'll be able to add those to your thoughts as well. And over time, those thoughts are not going to be so simple anymore. They're going to start to become a little bit more intermediate and then advanced. And then soon enough, you won't even be realizing that you're actually thinking in English. So in the beginning, it'll take some time, a little bit of effort on your part to really be deliberate about it. And as soon as a thought comes into your mind in another language or in your native language, just immediately put that to the side, much like you would do in a meditation, right? If a thought comes to you, you acknowledge it, but then you come back to your meditative state. Very similar to that, you want to come back to thinking in English, even if it's simple at first, that's okay. But the point is we're building up, right, the practice and we're making sure that we keep adding to that foundation. The next thing you can do is designate certain topics that you would only think of in English. So maybe that could be fashion, fitness, and food. <laughs> so maybe for those three topics, you only think in English, even when you're doing something in your L1, your native language, just as a little thought experiment. See where it takes you. See how difficult it is. See how much brain power it uses. See how tired you get, right? But you don't have to start with three. You can start with one. So maybe just food, anything food related, maybe you designate to English only thoughts. Just play around with it. And my recommendation would be to either go with the industry that you're in, right? So if you're in technology, maybe then all the tech talk you think in, you think of those tech thoughts into English or whatever you really are interested in. So if one of your passions is gardening, then maybe everything having to do with gardening, plants, flowers, trees, you think of in English. Just a little exercise for you to do. And that's up to you if you want to base it on your industry, the line of work you're in, or something that you're passionate about and something that is something like your hobby. And the last thing you can do is journal in English. What's really great about journaling is it allows you to really be with your thoughts and you're very much having a dialogue with yourself and your thoughts, right? So when you're putting thoughts to the pen, to the paper, right? There's some process that is happening, right? We're coming up with the idea, we're thinking about it, and then we're translating that into longhand, right? So there's something really beautiful about it. And I don't think we do this enough now in our digital age with our computers and our devices and our tablets and our smartphones, but there's something really nice and meditative and very engaging about sitting down in a quiet space, just you and your thoughts, and writing down whatever comes to mind. So for this exercise, for journaling, you could write about your day. You can write about something you're excited about or looking forward to, or you can just do a stream of consciousness. So whatever comes to mind, whatever is playing out in your mind, just write that down. Now, what's really great is that it forces you to do step two, which is think in English with the simple sort of thoughts. 
And gradually over time, you'll notice that in your writing too. It might start off as quite simple, right? A little bit basic, maybe straightforward, but then over time, it'll evolve into something more thoughtful, more elaborate, more complicated even. So try that out as well, because journaling is a great way to introspect and to really be in conversation with yourself. And that means with your mind and having a dialogue with your thoughts. All right. So those are four things that you can do to help train your brain to think in English. Tell me which one of these is your favorite and try one of these out and let me know how it goes for you. Leave a comment. And if there's anything else that you think would be helpful with training your brain to think in English, share that with us in the comments as well. All right. I will see you in the next advanced English lesson. Bye for now.